podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Peace. Uh, we are here again to record and... um. What's the science? I'm adjusted. Oh man, I'm good. I'm good, Justice. Uh, everything, everything, everything. You know what I mean? Uh, what a what a what a world we live in, man. But you know, I wanted to take some time tonight and just uh, really ask you a question, just because um, you know I think a lot of people have seen the news and um, seen what's been going on um, in, in Portland in regard to downtown Portland. You know, in regard to some things that you you know, have kind of astutely remarked in those three blocks, right? And sometimes we'll frame what's happening in three blocks of a place, like it's happening everything, everywhere in that city. Um, so I think people have seen that, and obviously that's some stuff that people, we need to look at. But, um, you you know, also just want to ask you, given that in maybe broader context, like what, how are you doing and what's going on and how how is your week? Well, God, I'm gonna say um, this has been maybe one of this has been the roughest week um, of my work and time uh, here in Portland, um, particularly in the professional and community work that I do. Um, out of respect that the the dynamics of what's happening, um, you know, are, are close and personal to people that I am. Um, connected with and care about deeply and I don't want to make um their family story about me. I'm not going to be real specific about that, but I I will broadly under the reality of of inner community interpersonal community violence. Um and you know we've seen, you know, other I guess you know, we, we could say if you if and I say we seen by a degree of the internet of um you know people who are obviously more popular than me. <laughs> right um have the have some incidents around folks remarking on interpersonal violence that happened in their space right right um and so in a moment like now um you know where you have provocations uh from the federal government to to entice <laughs> protesters to 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 do something to provoke a response um and and this this national focus on this city and this area, um, you, we we have experience, and it's and it's not over, unfortunately. Um, an eruption of violence that has taken several young people's lives um, has um, the people, a great many people, who spend. And I, and I know we're not the only people that when you work in the work that I work in, in terms of working with youth and families involved with, you know, the systems and, and circumstances, um, you, 
you understand that that what's happening in those worlds in a way that other people, you know, they don't really understand. Right. And right. and so, you know, when you, you lose a young person, and for me, young is everybody under 30, really, right now in my life, right? right? But especially right. under 25, under 24, it's like, yo, you you ain't, you you ain't, ain't seen, you ain't lived yet. You know what I mean? Um, it it's it's very it it can feel like you've been defeated, right? And when you maybe known that baby when they was in middle school, and another person you work with knew them also, but like at a different point when they was in high school, and and you find out a staff member, another person like kids went with school with that kid, and and this person knew each other, and and there's all these layers of connection and family, and then when you when you when it's happening and you see the amount of people who are heartbroken, right? Who are saddened, um, and and especially because sometimes the way it gets pitched is that like, like that the way black men especially will grieve around this these matters is not always. Um, I don't know. I was, it's not always understood. It's not always treated with the sensitivity that I think it, it garners. And, um, you know, when you find yourself in a place where you, you don't want to give in to despair. You don't want to uh, lose sight of that there's causations and factors and and you can get into the deep systemic realities of like, well, this is, the, you know, as, I, as, I, as I've elaborated or this concept I'm thinking about is that this, you know, our interpersonal community violence sometimes is, is like the tail of the dragon, right? It's the tail of the beast. It's the very end mm-hmm. of this long arc. You know what I mean? This long swing of forces and powers, right? And then it plays out in a certain way, depending on all the circumstances that have, you know, preceded that person's life. Um. But every one of those lives is, is so valuable. Every one of those young people that are harmed, um, every family member that's crying, that's sad, that doesn't understand, like, why this happened. Um, and, and, and I wanted to be clear that the, the value of someone's life is not just about whether or not they were, you know, quote, unquote, a good person <laughs> by whomever's estimate or if they may have had a record, they may have, they may have had missteps. But we still, every if you knew them and you, as me, see the reality that someone could, you know, be in error today, but will have the opportunity to not be in error and to be honorable in the future, right? Unless they're not here with us anymore. And then they, they don't have that opportunity. So, you know, this week has been tremendously difficult, uh, tremendously uh destabilizing um you know discouraging also though you so you find yourself at the place where you have to go what was what was within my power um what is the the appropriate thing for me to do you know in my place and then also though man give yourself you know I had to give myself some space you know what I mean the the break down, you know, distill, whatever, in the way that I needed to, you know, the process. And to, you know, accept that 
this harm is happening. Um, it ain't over. Um, also wondering, you know, will someone else try to turn this, 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 this great tragedy, great tragedy in the community and amongst people personally that I love and broadly in the context that the way the tragedies that happen in some other cities, such as Chicago, are turned into this, this chip of conversation for some people politically with such callousness, right? It, it is a cold and callous thing the way we talk about and others talk about the pain and heartache that happens in our community. And it infuriates me. Um, you know, just being furious, though, is not necessarily a, a tool that I can always use to get things done, right? So I can, I can dip into my cerebral bag to like, all right, we're going, you know, we got to think about it this way and that way. But there's always, there's times when you got to just experience and be acknowledged that you, you are, you are grieving. You are, you, you know, want to express the appropriate level um, as you understand it, of space to mourn what has happened, you know, to to a young person that may not have known how much you cared about what happens to them, and um, and so I found myself in that place this week, and you know, we've had some coming togethers, um, we've had some gatherings of men, um, and women and others, uh, we've had some some fiery, intense conversations. And, you know, I just want to leave space for, like, I, I know it's, it's a thing people like to say, but when we, when we start talking about the, the violence and, and, and understand the violence is a contagion, right? When once something is unleashed, right, it gives space and it, 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 it gives others, you know, it removes some pause from them if they're, you know, situation, their circumstances, their anger, their 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 response to harm and past issues, or their understanding of how they can resolve a conflict. This now seems like an option. Um, you know, I just don't want it ever to be questioned that in every city, every borough, every county, every small town where there these matters arise, there's people um, impacted. There are people who may have been working or engaged with that individuals or the individuals involved that are devastated and they often don't do not have a place where they can they can be at peace with that what they're dealing with uh for fear that others will use it you know to further you know deleterious ideas about our community and um and I just want to make sure that the the, the that is said. Um, people care what happens to our young people. People care what happens to our old people. People care, right? And um, the, 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 the salient idea that I wanted to, two things um, that have been rolling with me all week and tied to this, because um, the question, one of the questions that came is like, well, what, what do we say, you know, in some of my organizing spaces about these, this? You know, when somebody, when a young person, a man, you know, young or old, a woman, you know, takes another person's life, you know, in their violent uh, manner, you know, around the interpersonal conflict that they was having. You know, what do we say? <laughs> and, you know, we got into a real, real challenging conversation. And my, my thought 
that I landed on, and this goes, you know, to to I'm a, like a connection between you know how we we live, right? And a mm-hmm. lot of what this podcast is about is, you know, when I say you're my good brother, you know, one of the the embedded concepts there is is accountability, and sometimes accountability comes up a lot in our uh, world outside of some people. Oh, who's accountable? Mm-hmm. How do we know someone's going to be accountable? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and often it, it's it's not really used to actually be about accountability, but as much as about questioning somebody's intent and in evidence of lack of trust. Yeah. Um, but for us and how we live, I could not be who I am without the accountability that exists between me and you. Because for me, as is for others, you are a person that's my 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 accountability partner like before that became this concept in the silicon valley and in and, and the tech space and in right, this right. And that world right that my brother i trust and know that you would tell me the truth if i was out of pocket right if i was if i was intending or looking to do something that was outside the character and the scope of our mores and value system of how we see things or something that could not be justified right I I know you would tell me. Now you may not, you know, you you bear with that you may not be able to stop me. Right. But you would right. but you wouldn't you wouldn't That's let right. me do it without saying something, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. you know what I mean? And and I and I tell you when I say when someone takes actions, every everyone, everyone is accountable for their actions. Even if the circumstances and we are we're in an unfair, unbalanced, other than righteous structure, you're still accountable for what you do you're still accountable for your choices now um Mm, you know you still are you're still accountable you the 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 resolution if the circumstances change you know there may be leniency given you know there may be adjustments in how what that accountability means but once someone once you've harmed somebody right Something is owed for what was taken. And you may not be able to pay it back. You may spend the rest of your days trying to pay it back. But we, we have a duty to remind each other, like, when we're talking about that, that we, you're accountable to, the, to, the, to that family, right? You're accountable to the people that are next to you. Um, and most of us, you know, when you understand the work, you understand the power of relationships to divert people from certain things. And that often when uh, are, when people are making actions, they are doing it in response to the person they feel accountable to, right? So that's where what right. the people who are close to you, who's in your network, who's in your trust circle is so vital and so important. Uh, why we, you know, as each other, and then as our larger circle, you know, brothers and sisters, are very focused on how you move, what is your direction? Why is this the right thing to do? What things can be questioned? Right? Because yeah. we are the only how do you how do you see it? That's right. Because if 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 I depend on you making some interpretation of maybe a shared document <laughs> uh, or this other thing, and I assume that you understood the rule, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I need to ask you. <laughs> Right. Mm. So the, the 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 power 
of being connected to people is that when stuff happens, if you already have a trusting, grounded connection, you can call that young person or that older person or whatever age that person is who you think might be about to go take an action and say, listen, man, I I I heard what happened with that. You know, I, I understand you you had the power to make your own decisions. I'm just calling you, I'm asking you, you know, to just make a good choice, man. Right. And 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 then, you know, the person's gonna do what they do. But if you're connected to them, there's a better chance that they they can, you know, sort out what they're feeling, sort out what they're thinking, and and try to work out that decision. Um, you know, without having a, a grounding reality, you you can find yourself anywhere. You know, you can find that you have all these actions, right? Which is a lot of things we find right now on our side. We have all these actions that people think are are, are right actions, um, but they're not grounded in anything. So in, in that ground, they're not grounded in people. They're not grounded in 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 any in any discernible text, right? They're just sort of like, well, this is how you act, right? And then on the other end, you got people that got all kinds of you know concepts and ideas, but they don't have no 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 practice, right? Right, so the practice is all over the place. The two things have to be together, and um, you know, so going through this week and you know, dealing with community partners, uh, friends, people I do service with, and in my own, you know, internal thoughts. Right, you're like, damn, did I did I do enough? Did I not do enough? Um, you know, because I'm the one that knew, or I knew, I mean, knew might be a strong word, but no, you know, or knew of this person. Should I, should we have been, should we have been chasing that young man down to make him connect with us? Because <laughs> we thought this could be where, you know, his life would go. I don't know. You know, I think that kind of stuff sometimes is not fair to do to you. Um, but you go there. You go there um, and and you want to... You can't undo what's already been done. You know what I'm saying? As uh, entropy, thermodynamics, and whatnot. Um, like the world has already happened. These things have already happened. Right? And now we have to deal with the world that is, is after that. And I just, I really wanted to take this time to, to start off here. Because, you know, like I said, I've got to this other side of, of my thought and my, 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 my particular grieving, my, my, my grieving around this as, as it stands at the moment you know, where I can, I can articulate, I can act and I can do. Um, but, but to get there, I had to dwell in just a, a real, a real sadness, you know what I'm saying? And a real, um, disappointment, um, you know, disappointment is probably not the strongest word, but, um, you know, shit's fucked up. And, um, and I want, I would, I want people I want folks to listen to what we dialogue about uh, to understand that for me, the, the the ultimate thing with changing the dynamics of our society is is to the to the largest extent available and possible, changing the core concepts that the people in the society advocate, <laughs> right, um, and getting as many of them aligned in a place where the where the the, the larger outcome will be more righteousness and less of the other. 
that's a long, hard way to change the world. <laughs> right. But the, 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 the reality of it is the whole world is happening at all times around us. Um, and everyone's ideas eventually will be a part of how their life will play out and how it will, you know, what they will experience um, and what things may be, you know, there at their time when their time ends. It's not a judgment. It's not a, it's not a judgment in the context of like a good or bad. Mm-hmm. It is a understanding for me. It's the thing that you understand about our ideas and like, where does that thread go? And, you know, for me, it gives me uh, what some folks would call a hope, right? Or a possibility of change. Cause I know that people can adopt ideas and they can study, they can look, they can see things differently and then see, Oh, I can actually divert the path. Right. Uh, where for some folks, they may only, they may look at the same thing and see, you know, it's a dead end. So I want to just honor that, you know, our world is malleable. We operate within it in real time. This is the only place we've known to be home and the capacity or the opportunity for it to be uh, more in the way that we want it to be is not extinguished because whatever has happened the day before has occurred. And, um, you know, mm. we gotta, we gotta come together. You have to look at the circumstance and say, well, what can we do from here? And, um, you know, and for my, my peers, uh, that, that are hurting this week in this city, I just, you know, tell them I love them. <laughs> And, uh, you know, do, you know, I do what I can for him, man. But, uh, but I just, I just don't want folks to take when these things are happening in, in your neck of the woods or where you reside. Don't, don't, don't be flippant about it, man. That's it's yeah. So that's what I'm gonna say. I think I'm done. No, I mean, thank you. I mean, and I, and I say that as you, as you, as my brother, thank you for, um, always, I think illuminating, um, a higher standard um, of of thinking about people, places, and things. One of the challenges I just thought about, well, the challenge I thought about a couple years ago, but just came back. One was how flippant we all are about the cost of Black life and the sanctity of Black life in America. Um, white folks are very flippant about it. And sometimes so are black folks for different reasons emanating out of the same cause, but different manifestations of it. Um, And you find other people's lives or, you know, life is perceived differently. Right. And, And this is not a, you know, this is not that this is just to say that to go to a second part of the conversation where as you were building, I just thought about like, we treat the streets like America has created the westward expansion of white people into native territories and the slaughter of indigenous people. Mm. We treat it like a story that has no impact. Mm. So you'd be like, you know, sometime, and I do this, I mean, so I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm just processing and be honest. When the JBM and the shower posse was going to war in Philly in the 80s, right? 
and we would t- we talk about even to this day you're from Philly, especially for certain parts of Philly, you talk about the the beef between the JBM and the Shower Posse. But it, and sometimes you talk about it, and you talk about who came up, who won, who lost, and and you know in uh, West Coast gang culture. West Coast street culture, rather than not just gang Coast street culture, you'll hear about who had points on who, you know what I mean? Like who was up on who. Mm-hmm. So it becomes like a game or becomes this story. But to your point, you forget the person that was, you know, cared about animals and wanted to be a veterinarian. You can't, you forget about the person that brought a smile to everybody's face. You know what I mean? And the trauma the collective trauma that they all take with them. And then we, and then a lot of us just create that into a story or into a, into like a a mythos, right? And the mythos can obscure the reality of it. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, some things you're talking about, somebody will have a, a shirt. They will have their face on a shirt. Their name will become part of, some sort of street language or or used as a as an example of someone else's loyalty to something. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a mythos gets immediately created. They think about like Nipsey, right? We went so fast at creating mythos that we didn't really sit with the trauma. Mm-mm. We didn't really sit with damn homie, like that's how it went. And so we were create people created fiction versus the very real reason that he was killed. Right? We would create that the government had a beef with a guy he was doing a movie about, right? <laughs> or that he was about to do something so big, you know what I'm saying? Like, versus he got killed by a sucker that was actually supposed to be in his thing because of his interpretation of that street rule. And that's what it is. And sometimes it's just that simple. And it's not right. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it's just that simple. But instead of sitting with the simplicity and then dealing with the trauma, we go right to the mythos. Mm-hmm. And so somebody gets their name on a shirt, the hood rides for them. It's going to be a function. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and people people will console the parents and the mother and the father and the children for a couple of weeks, right? Because it happens for a couple of weeks, you know. Except I will say where you're at and maybe some other place. There's no long term like trauma, kind of you know space. You know what I mean? There's no long term trauma space, and then it becomes yeah. just, then it becomes just so normalized in our community, which goes back to my point about the casual indifference of the life. Right? Yeah. Well, well something I can add is too, is, 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 is the really, the really painful reality of this is, you know, when there's, when there's violence in the community, there are always people for whom the experience of it is far outsized than everyone else. Right. Right. And, and, and you know, and similar to, you know, when people are like, well, why, Aren't people protesting this thing or that thing or the why, you know, why aren't more black people at this protest about Black Lives Matter or downtown? You know, the the question you're asking is framing the issue the wrong way. (laughs) Right. 
You know what I mean? When when a young person, some young people, old people, however old the people is, I keep I keep wanting to preface that because I think we we tend to to care more about when young people do it. But it's, I'm I'm just as grieved when two forty year old dudes, you know what I'm saying, end up killing taking each other out. Cause it ain't, you know what I mean? But anyway. Well, I got I got you gotta you gotta work with me through that. Cause I ain't yet. I like, I I'm I mean, well, let me say this. I'm still aggrieved. I'm not, you know, definitely the the loss of the potential reality and 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 the and the and what's not experienced. So it's not the same. But it's still but no, sad. I know what you mean. No, but I get you. Yeah. Right, right. I feel right, you. Right. I, I feel you. So I know I know where you're going. Um the the lack of like it, it, the the purpose of, of not of whatever type of social demonstration is to signify to an entity that scope and size is so large, right, and so dispersed that it's kind of hard to like you can't just go to the the precinct office and yell at the the the, 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 the officer that there that takes the reports and go like, man, we are really upset <laughs> because that person could easily go, well, could you fill this out? Thank you. I'll, I'll make sure it gets filed, and right, and then the interaction's over, right. So when, when you're talking about interpersonal community violence, you know, you can't go protest in front of somebody's house, <laughs> like your nephew really upset us. <laughs> that is not the because 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 it, because it, it, it's family, it's community. Somebody needs to, there needs to be an engagement. There needs to be an exchange of ideas and words. It needs to be meaningful. The people that show up have if you actually want something to change. They, there has to be an exchange of trust and then an agreements have to be made. Like, it is not the same thing, right? And when we, when we talk about it like it's the same thing, we, we feed into this idea that, like, whatever the, whatever the actual particulars of the, of the matter that happened didn't matter. But we know the particulars matter. You know what I'm saying? As you, as you highlighted with... with with, with Nipsey, like the particulars of what happened are part of what happened. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It, it, the, the, the other, like, you know, and it, it, it is, it's, it often it's not going to be a, you know, if you do the, 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 the do the postmortem assessment of the situation, it's not going to be anything that's just clean and, Right. Simple, and there's a good chance that's something that's like, wait a minute, that happened because a mistaken identity. <laughs> that happened because of some, you know, uh, issue with a relative from, you know, two years ago. You know what I'm saying? That happened because of, of a misunderstood, like some mis mis misunderstood interaction, leaving a, a a bar or something, and they'd be like, yeah, <laughs> all all that happened really off something that wasn't you know maybe this this grandiose grand you know exchange of 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 of, of disrespect so to speak um and, and then it's like I said there are people folks who hold a lot more of the pain than others and it's hard to to get away from that um and i i think that gets lost in it and, and we definitely you know there's a curiosity to understanding what 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 occurred with different things within within the dynamics of what we call the streets, um, but also it it becomes a full ahistorical thing because you know there's many of these institutions now, as we understand them, you know, are not 
some of them are not 10 years old. Some of them are only, you know, only 30 years old. Some of them, I mean, if you aggregate them, right, you could say 60 or 70 years old. But some of them, you know, they're, they're, they're permutations of, right. of a human thing, but they're not actually as, like, you know, rock granite, so as to they, speak. As they spin, no, as they spin, yeah. they become, like most things in America, like most things in the world, not just America, like from Al-Qaeda to ISIS to ISIL. I mean, those are different things, right? Mm-hmm. Those are permutations of a thing. Yeah. And so if you try to deal with ISIL like you dealt with Al-Qaeda, you'll never deal with it properly. Right. Because it's, it's permuted a couple times and it's developed a different thing. And, and, and one thing I just wanted to, to say on that is, on that side of the conversation you're talking about is that level of accountability, right? And when, you, when I talk about accountability, accountability is rooted in trust. And I don't know, I, I'm going to state this because I'm realizing it as we're building. Where so much of the trust was lost, specifically with black men, um with being able to being able to be truly people that could come and resolve challenges and and it happens everywhere in the world and and sometimes it's more about what you didn't hear than what you did hear so i acknowledge that there's so much that stopped by people because they were trusted but i'm saying in a broader sense of accountability of someone thinking hey what's my accountability to this community in this next action and what does it look like when someone for a variety of reasons is feeling like their accountability to their perspective on the matter is more important than everyone else in the impact on everyone else right mm-hmm. and that's this and, and 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 this is i'm just just as not saying as i'm saying it to me that's the same behavior that makes someone mess with wall street right that's the same inside of trading Right. Because no matter what, no, if you if you think that Wall Street is fair, like and that's in air quotes. Right. <laughs> so but if you think it's fair, that's one thing. We're all playing by these rules set up by the by the SEC. But then you're going to get information and do something before everyone else does it. Right. So the yeah. accountability in the in, in, in the the importance of your benefiting is in the importance of your perspective is more important than the entire system. Right. Yeah. And so you see this idea permeating all through our society, right? Yeah. But when it comes and it happens in our communities, it's, it's seen as such a dysfunction. And we don't point to the other uh, permutations of the similar idea that just exists in places where people don't get killed, but they get fleeced. Because there's mm-hmm. a lack of accountability, right? And the lack of accountability creates lack of trust in the system. And then just like in our ecosystems, the lack of trust in the system creates despair. The lack of trust and the ability to see a new day creates despair. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and then what happens next? A disconnection from the systems, Right. And a disconnection from the idea of even thinking that something can be solved. And you can see that in the schools, you can see that in voting, you can see that in, in, in interpersonal, in, in proximity violence. You can see that where over time, the, 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 the fabric of accountability and the fabric of trust has become around despair and cynicism. 
and so then gives birth to you. Well, why don't we go out there and do fight for this, like fight for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's broken down. It's broken into a cynicism of, well, because I don't, frankly, I don't trust the system, right? I don't have any trust in account. I don't have any trust in the accountability of the entire ecosystem. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, yeah. Mm. Well said. Well said, guy. Um, so, um, I think that 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 opens us to, you know, I think the other piece we wanted to touch base on, because um, something that, you know. John Lewis uh passed uh and his his uh funeral was on Thursday. Yep. And C T Vivian passed this like, this week, right? Like last like last last, last Thursday or something. Yeah. If, if yeah. John Lewis if John Lewis re- returned like last Friday, C T Vivian returned like last Wednesday. Right. Now um for can you, because because I think there's some people, like everyone now knows John Lewis, so you know he's he's, you know found his space in the in the in the popular understanding of people. Um, and I think uh, listening to Bomani Jones' podcast, I'm not sure it might have been from right when John Lewis passed, maybe a week or two ago. Um, and he you know kind of lists like the six kind of individuals who, when you think about the civil rights movement or six men at least, um, that, that, you know, kind of that crew, um, CT Vivian is one of those individuals, but I, but I would think for some people, you know, as people don't really know stuff, they think they know stuff, (laughs) um, (laughs) which is one of our challenges with change, um, can you can you give a little? Yeah, uh, I mean, little... so I think it's. I think to your point, I think you you know again, you said it very clearly. People don't know stuff. Our awareness of our current history and the current things that brought what we know to exist is woefully inadequate. Mm-hmm. Just across the board, for Black folks, it is woefully inadequate that we don't know who C. T. Vivian is. It's woefully equivalent we don't know who James Orange is. Like it's woefully equivalent that the idea of that you think. That the only person who worked in in Atlanta <laughs> to cause what we see now is Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Like, and then because we have because we deal with so much of this sexism and stuff like that, then it's like, oh no, 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 but you can't forget Fane Lou Hamer, right? <laughs> oh, oh, the elevator. Like, so you y'all telling me it's three people here? Right? Like, we're obscuring a system. Right. We're obscuring a well-oiled system that was developed over 20 or 30 years. With specific goals and aspirations. To be able to fight. The the structured racism and the brutality of their day. Mm -hmm. And the idea that we just make this into three people is part of the problem of why I argue we can't. Or I should say, not like that. Why people have challenges thinking about a scalable solution to the challenge we find ourselves in today. Mm-hmm. Because we're looking for a meeting to happen and someone to move it to, to go talk to somebody else. 
we're not prepared to sit for the next five years and figure this out and try to do stuff in the five years, but acknowledge that it might take 10 years to figure this issue out. Right. And, 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 and here for 10 years. Yeah. Cause, cause the, the, the thing. So I, I was, so I find myself in, in two, in two things and I'm going to try to do, I'm going to do some more work between now and when we release this. Cause something that came to me, um, was like how little of what these people like what their their actual thoughts <laughs> were right we don't know most of us either haven't, haven't read their books or listened to their speeches or read their speeches or 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 and or, or put any effort into finding them <laughs> right. right and i'm and i'm always i'm unfortunately never surprised when i go to look for you know i was looking for uh collective speeches of a philip randolph right cuz a philip yeah. randolph has been um, a person who I know I need to like understand better. Mm-hmm. And he, and then, and you will find this when you go look for any historically put together doc books about black people, black figures, whatever. There was a book. It's not in print anymore. Whatever copies are available are all 70, 80, hundred, $200. Mm. Right. So, right. so you, you create this situation where, it, I got a I got outlay a grip just to get where somebody that's took the time of scholars maybe took the time to put all this stuff together so that people could study it right you know I mean which is a part of what scholarly work is a why it's important to you individuals that seem to not understand that right it, it's not just it's not as a, a damn exercise in ego <laughs> for someone to be scholarly is that they can take the time. To put together all the stuff and all the materials, so when we need them, we can go get them. <laughs> right? We, you don't got to start from zero. It's like, no, no. There's a brother. He spent. He's this sister spent her whole life <laughs> putting this together. <laughs> so yeah. now you, when you need it, you can go. You can. You can. You can get to the other thing you want to think about. Right? So, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, so I, I was looking up for, you know, some. There's some of the other. Materials, because I feel like if folks are were more grounded in like, well, what are they? Because people go like, well, they're integrationists, right? They'll like say it with just like aggression, right? I'm like, well, well, what does that mean? Like, why? Do you, do you understand what what you're being all aggro about? And, and do you understand the context of what they were living in to to figure to draw them or move them to the conclusion that that was the safest thing possible? Right. right. So it's easy to say, yo, you did something I wouldn't have done, but you weren't there. So you don't know what you would have did. I was thinking today and I want to get back to it, but this idea and people say, I'm not, I, 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 I'm not my grandmother or I'm not my ancestors. And I'll be thinking, those, no, you're not your ancestors. You're absolutely not. Like you actually had to print out stuff on lithograph and you had to go to people's houses and you had to sell chicken dinners. Right. And you had to go to congregations and you had to stop. You had to like go to people's houses and sit in the rain and actually know that you can be killed by police in a whole nother level at any moment that they had roving bands of people who would murder you with. And as much as we argue and I'm not defending it and clearly, you know this, but as much as we talk about the police, the idea that there was a time in the South and the North not that long ago where you could just show up missing. Yep, you just disappear. They be like, "Yo, you seen what's his name? 
I ain't seen him. He said something. I ain't seen him. He was talking. He was talking a certain way. White folks ain't like it. And he disappeared. Right? So, no, you're not your grand. You're not your ancestors. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely not. I, I, I agree. <laughs> your ancestors bought a system to shift in a way we had, that, that the world had never seen. <laughs> I agree. You're not yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, but, you know, one of the the things about, to your point about acknowledging who these people are in the context is the story actually of John Lewis and his relationship to A. Philip Randolph. Mm-hmm. So his speech in 1963, they spoke at the March on Washington. Uh, he gets in front and he's ready to go. The original speech is much more fiery than he did because yeah. people forget that he was, you know, only part of SNCC. And so the original speech is he's ready to go. And Ava Randolph said, man, I've been fighting for this for 25 years. You can't get up there and say that, right? And so the first thing we do is, oh, man, that old boot-looking sucker, right? <laughs> right? We call A. Philip Randolph the person that's responsible for half of your families having middle-class jobs and half of black folks being, you know what I'm saying, uh, functional members of society, Especially on the West Coast, frankly. Yeah, I say you black in Portland, you owe a debt to uh, A. Philip Randolph. Randolph like right. That. You black in Oakland, you black in San Francisco, Straight you black up. in LA, you black in Phoenix, right? So, but A. Philip Randolph said, I've been fighting for this opportunity since Roosevelt. I finally got it, and the Kennedys is halfway listening. We need to move this in a way that gets things accomplished. Now, that's a different thing that he was a bootlicking integrationist. He had a 20-year view, right? At that point, John Lewis didn't have a 20-year view, right? He didn't, he didn't have that context. Yeah. So we have to watch in judging the methods of people who have had a view that you may not have had. That doesn't mean they're always right. You can question, you know, there, there's why the test. The test is duty to civilize, right? I, so that's, you're supposed to question it, but also don't try to think that this person because of one action that you hear about makes them fit into your light or dark view of their of their contribution to the movement right so it's really getting back to ct vivian ct vivian was one of the really like ones that non-violence like when they had really bought into that you know what i mean and and you know, he continued to do, to do a lot in Atlanta, um, which is, I think, one of the reasons why Atlanta still holds such a great kind of stature in the collective reality of black people, frankly, is because a lot of the infrastructure post-civil rights just went mm-hmm. down there. Mm. Right? So right. you, just, you think about it. The, yeah, the infrastructure just stayed. Like, so you think about a lot of the stuff that happened. Yeah, some people went to New York, people went to Chicago, all that kind of stuff. A lot of the infrastructure, man, they just right, went right back to where they was living and continued their activities in those places and built networks and built relationships and built power over time um, to be able to create the space. And, and for me, John Lewis's returning and C.T. Vivian's returning, and, and me and my pop was talking about this the other night, I mean, makes a good point. This is kind of the end of the era. The only one that's still around, and I'm just using this in a very broad sense, that was still very close to, to Dr. King in this context is Andy Young. Mm. But so the rest of the crew, 
the rest of the crew is all dead. Right? And so it made me think about the, that on a whole nother set of levels. Like, you got this, again, what you see is the tip of the iceberg with Dr. King, but really underneath the tip of the iceberg under the water is the legacy of millions of Black folks who have struggled. You know what I mean? What you see is El Hajim Lee Shabazz. What you see is, you know what I'm saying, the Nation of Islam at that time. What you see is the Panthers. But what really you understand is the millions of Black folks who struggled, who gave what they could in during that time, right? And that legacy of one, understanding that and communicating that struggle, right? And not the struggle for, for, for despair, again, right? Mm-hmm. The struggle for awareness and the struggle to know that you are actually in the place you're in, in a better place you're in, because of people that went before you, right? The fact that we, we can be having these conversations on and put them out so anyone in the world can hear them. We know that 50 years ago, black folks tried to say something. The newspaper wouldn't even get to another city. They, they stopped the newspaper. They couldn't get to another country. Right? So we are mm-hmm. literally benefiting in ways. And the legacy of this movement um, and, you know, uh, President Obama talked about it kind of yesterday. And it's an interesting kind of space, the, the protest to politics conversation. Um, I'm one of the people that's clearly living a living manifestation of that in some senses of um, family and people who, for their perspective, protested and then thought that, okay, we're going to protest and we're going to build power to get inside systems, which then made it comfortable for me to understand that black folks could be inside those systems. So then 30, 40 years later, you could be inside the system and try to act in a way that makes sense to benefit people still having the mentality of acknowledging that that was a means to an end. It wasn't the end, right? The presence in government, the presence of an activist is not the means to an end. Mm -hmm. The presence of money is not a means to an end. And I think some of us get caught up in, because we don't have an ecosystem of having this conversation, and, you know, props to y'all out in, in Portland, I think for having a more kind of coordinated strategy to whatever degree that, you know, is happening. Um, we see our activity as the means to the, as the end, not the means. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And they knew, John Lewis knew that his activity was not a means, was not the end. Right. And we got to get past that. We got to get past this idea that, you know what I mean? It's part of the legacy play that, okay, yeah, when you get to get busy in whatever you're getting busy in, of you activists and, Generally speaking, white folks is flying you across the country and across the world and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. right. You getting you getting some some foundation is is funding you. They, you you <laughs> are the uh you are some kind of contracted advisor to the you know to, to the unnamed <laughs> uh philanthropic entity, right? That gives you enough of a financial standing that you can be like, yeah, you know, I'm working on this and I'm, I'm going to go and write this other book. You know, people really have to break out of, you know what I mean? Or what's the <laughs> other one? With the, with the, you know, where you want to wrestle, you want, you want to fight with me about, um, about the existence of police, right? And I'm going to say this because this, this, this is my bag. You want to fight about the, and, and I'm down for all of the, 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 the deep, 
complicated conversation about deconstructing the prison industrial complex. Down for all of it. I work with and 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 have and sit with young people who are they they they're stepping away from a certain lifestyle, and they want to stay away from that lifestyle. And they know also that if someone was to threaten them, there needs to be somebody who can can have the authority to show force to protect their life. Whatever we call that, that entity, if we remove, you know what I mean, the existing entity, we have to be able to talk about that's a reality. I don't want to be, you, you are not respecting young people that I love and me if you come in that and say, well, we can just settle that with some other un, unnamed community thing. I'm like, no, no, we're going to have to talk about what the community thing is. Because I'm actually talking about the actual person you're asking to trust the community thing to protect him. It's not a theoretical conversation. It's an actual conversation about an actual person's life. And Well, well that's what happens when the thought does not emanate from practice. The thought emanates from a place where you go think. And then you try to apply it to practice, but you haven't worked on the actual thing before you come out and bring it to the people. It's almost like a mug be like, come out, and I use, I'm going to use martial arts movies in the, in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. <laughs> well, come outside, like, yo, I just, watched, I just watched Bruce Lee. I just watched 36 Chambers. <laughs> and start doing a, a move, and a mug will punch you in the mouth. <laughs> and you be like, why you punch me? Because you did a move. You look like you was about to do something. No, I was just showing you. I was just thinking about it. Well, you did something. <laughs> Uh, and because you did it, I thought you wanted to fight, right? Uh, so I pushed uh, you in the mouth, right? So I, so I took a swing. I took a swing. And so at the same time, the gravity, there, there is a beauty to talking about ideas, but there's a gravity to what that means when you're supporting people and respecting the fact that people are looking and saying to themselves, because of the, shred, the shredded fabric of accountability and trust, Right? There's still a means where there have to be elements where you're looking for someone to come and assist you on a certain level. Mm-hmm. You gonna go get scanners to figure out when somebody's car gets stolen by a multinational network? How you gonna get that car back? You gonna get scanners to do that? <laughs> where, where, where that coming from? Because yeah. I, because I, I mean, I I want to take it from. The proximity violence. I think where people go is the proximity violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then saying we can solve that, which, I mean, listen, well, this whole conversation, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That violence comes to play because of an ecosystem that has been finely tuned and honed to produce the result it's producing. Yeah. You thinking you're going to put in one stopgap, one, to stop that from happening? Is foolish. You got to put in a set of things, right? To match the scale, or at least on a smaller level in a micro space, to match the scale of the challenge you find yourself in. Yeah. And so, okay, so let's take out, let's take out proximity violence and interpersonal violence. Yeah. How are you going to get my car back when they take it? <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? Let's like, say, and I, and I, and I, I just want to know I'm going to get it back. 
or, yeah. or get a replacement. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, because I, ain't, you know, it's whatever. It's a car. <laughs> right. They can make another one, but I, but I do need it to go to work. <laughs> and I need you to tell me how we're going to work about it. And I don't need to hear you telling me about these other people. I need you to tell me about what I'm asking you about. Right. Yeah. And, that, but, and I, and I will, I will stop with this one that that is an organizing conversation right. because we are, we have a lot of people who are making statements, but not a lot of people who are organizing to bring the people to the space that they're in. And again, if you look at SNCC, SCLC, um, you look at these groups, you see a really thoughtful and strategic vision on how they were organizing black and white people towards a common goal. Not just what they were against, but what they were for. You can only te- you can only keep people talking about what they don't like for so long. The human mind is only fostered yeah. for that for so long yeah. right eventually they're going to start talking you're going to, have to start saying what they like I, I actually this is a far out idea i acknowledge that but i'm going to say i think even part of the street organization play started to be like okay y'all keep telling us who we don't like but what are we here to do and then once people figured out they could do what they wanted to do with other people who even wore different colors then the problem wasn't as bad Cause then they want, then they, then it's like, okay, well, I can, I can get money with him, right. and and this other person, this, I, so I can get money with the guy who you told me I was anti. So yeah, I'm down and being anti, but dude, what am I going to be for? Yeah. So now you got all these places across the world, country where it's like these hybrid organizations and permutations, because they hang out with the guys that thirty years ago you said they should hate. Yeah, well, the the the. The, the 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 rules the, the the economics of it so to speak you know what I mean and we think about how how people you know get the money or do whatever they're doing like the thing that actually brings back rewards for participating in the behavior yeah eventually always adjusts the rules mm. you know what I'm saying because mm. you know they go well I mean you know like I said it, it it is a why there's a progression often from you know protests into politics because there's a a logical thing you have an entity you have people who are aligned and organized who know how to get an idea out right so then you go well what what are we going to do with that (laughs) well you know the the great thing to do with that is because you know politics is an articulation of people's will like it's not a you know i know some people like to talk about the concept of politics as if there's this this world without it (laughs) there's this other universe we're like, over there, they're not running by politics. They're just running by <laughs> other stuff. And I'll be like, well, what's the other stuff? There is no other stuff. Right? Like, it ain't, we didn't just come up with politics in the, eight, in the 80s. Like, like, humans, the dynamics of how humans make decisions, right, for their, you know, competing needs and, and ideas and collective, you know, you know, wherewithal, what have you. You know, we call it by some other name, but there's always been that because we have to do that. That's part of how we operate. So this this idea that, you know, which I always go, I, I look to, that you're probably making a transaction for people's attention or money when you're when you start trying to frame this world, you know, where there's the government and then there's this other world where there's this somehow organized society of the people that doesn't involve any shared documented rules or nothing. It's like, right. I mean, that can exist. But even that is you know, 
there's going to be something that you know administer that holds the idea holds the the sense of what is and what isn't you know and now that might move around and it might be named something different but this is what we do it's a repeating human thing right, right. now it may be linked in with with cultural concepts or religion as it were or as it is it, it may be uh explained you know that might not be the best word for it but the and I want to before I get too deep in the atmosphere I want to come back when I when I think of someone like John Lewis um and CT Vivian is that and why when you don't understand what they're doing <laughs> you could be you know dismissive almost depending on your particular your politics right you know if you right. if you if you feel they're not you know whatever side enough you know what I mean for those maybe like you know if you didn't feel they were fought, weren't going hard enough for certain you know more left concepts or you felt they were way too crazy or too far to the left with you more conservative the, the, the person that commits to a life of that is like yeah the, the these are means these activities are to get to a certain set of ends but those ends are not static right they have to be preserved they have to be fought for they have to be you have to keep sticking to it and then and then i have to watch you do i have to sit here while these other people try to dismantle every advance that we make so right. we can't even get to the next thing because these people are trying to tear apart the thing that we we agreed to you know so like you can externally and, and this is not to say that the, the man never made no political missteps <laughs> You know what I mean that if if there were other matters and and people whose careers got sidelined or people didn't get a shot and these other things within whatever their different networks of organizer were, it's not saying that. It's saying that I understand people who are like, "Yo, I'm I'm locked in on you know there being this exchange between the practice of my ideas and actual outcomes, and just the articulation of my ideas is not sufficient." I mean, it, it, there has to be outcomes. <laughs> it's like this, man. It's like when they asked the dude, said, why'd you rob the bank? He says, that's where the money was. You know what I mean? Like, why'd you go in there? Because that's where I want to use the impact to help the people I care about. Now, you can debate how well you do that, how long you do that, the larger purpose. There's all rational conversations about yeah. the extent and limits of the power. But again, when you're dedicated to the end versus the means to the end, the means is just the, the developing manifestation of the vehicle that you use to be effective at that time. Mm -hmm. And it's not an end game, right? And so I think the history of, 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 history of Martin Luther King the history of C.T. Vivian, the history of Reverend Orange, the history of John Lewis, the history of Kwame Ture, right? The history of uh, Fannie Lou Hamer, because I think it's important for people to remember how she got so disenchanted with politics. She went into agriculture and had a pig co-op for mm -hmm. black women in itself. Why? Because she was dedicated to the end. Whatever she did in the interim was just that. Right, that we know that the the methodologies may evolve and change according to the time, right? And to, for us to be students of history and not students of history, reading it from today's perspective, which will always have you see the world in an imbalanced way. And that the legacy to me of John Lewis, of you know, uh, you know. 
Congressman Elijah Cummings, the, you know, of Kanye's in his own way. And a lot of the men and women, the heroes and sheroes and different people who um, went before us, especially in a specifically uh, elected official context, was really about acknowledging that they were utilizing a means to an end to be successful for a group of people. And what is the strategy and the vision and the aspiration of this day in order to do that? Because it can't, the, the strategy, vision, and aspiration can't be an external thrust that is not as impactful. And I'm going to say it here. I think Black Lives Matter is a powerful, powerful statement, but it's a statement to the larger world and institutions. It's not a mantra to us and for us about our North Star. It's not the perspective. It's not the thing that in, that it, that empowers you. It's not the thing that gives you the energy to go on when you get tired, right? That is a that is a statement that is a needed and powerful statement as far as it pertains to institutions who act with disregard and casual indifference for Black life, right? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. not, it's necessary, but not sufficient to deal with some of the challenges, frankly, that you have brought up today. Yeah. Right? Is it, I'm not, I'm not, that's not downplaying it. It's just to say it's not sufficient with some of those challenges because it's not an internal mantra about our expectations, goals, visions, and best sense of self for ourselves. Yeah. And what I'll, um, what I'll add, maybe, we, yeah. you know, we had about an hour um, to, to close is that the, um, the 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 space created right by by the concept and 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 diving into that um and especially acknowledging that you know its intent was an external it's an external statement right, right to the external world um about black people um you know therein lies where the um where the tension is and you know as all things you know let it do well what it is what it does well (laughs) Mm -hmm. and where it's not sufficient let's not be uh bashful in 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 pulling picking up some things that people may have put down because they thought it didn't have life anymore and also not being um you know being willing and being brave to to state state in in the voice of this moment what it is you're seeing that you need you know what i mean and then then let's see if that let's see if that flourishes you know what i mean let's the it's okay to to acknowledge something's limits mm-hmm. and i think sometimes we we will shy away from from a program <laughs> to a service to a you know organizing reality we will we will be like oh if we if we acknowledge its limits we're weakening it no 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 actually if you acknowledge its limits you're making it strong because it can focus on right. what it's supposed to do and right. that which it is not supposed to do it, it it should say no 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 that's not our ball to handle man that ball belongs with them or belongs with these ones 
and we're going to get out the way. And if you come to us to ask us about it, we're going to say, no, no, you're not talking, you're not going to talk to me. You will talk to them too. <laughs> they the ones that's that got that. So don't, and, and you know, and, and I, and I think the, um, I think that that's where, you know, the, the power, you know, within that lies. So, whew. man, so thank you. God, I appreciate you. I needed that tonight. Yeah, man, as always, thank you. And thank you for this dialogue. And uh, thank you for the work that you do. You know, uh, the often you never paid enough to do the work for human capital and human development and, and human excellence. There's, there's, there's not a dollar amount you can put on it. And, you know, it never is a nine to five. It always, incur- it always involves more. So thank you for, for being willing to put that work in um, for the sense of community and for the sense of the greater good. Indeed. So um, with that, I'm going to say peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Good Brothers. Uh, thank you to my brother, I Majestic. Uh, in a really rough um, moment in time for our community, I want to say thank you to um, everybody uh, in the area out here that's reaching out and trying to support the families and young people, um, older people, all ages of people um, that are dealing with some of this acute uh, pain. I uh, want to send a special, special dedication to a couple of, of my peers who are engaged with. I'm not going to share their names here just out of respect for their privacy, but I want them to know that, you know, care about them and love them. And, um, you know, to you, the listener, um, you the community member, wherever you are, you know, get engaged and, and support people where you can. It, it really, really is meaningful. Uh, Good Brothers is a podcast, a part of the Ash O'Head Network or a family of podcasts. And, um, you know, we do this, you know, for the love and for the ability to share our thoughts and make space for our ideas to flourish and add on. So, you know, please listen, subscribe, share, you know, pass it on to a friend. And if you um, like what you're listening to, you can support me uh, at Justice Raji or Ash Your Old Head on Patreon. Uh, you can also hit the Etsy shop and purchase a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. Um, even a mug. I'll tell you right now, you know, production is slow due to COVID, but, um, you know, we, you will get what you ordered, you know, in, in good time and in due time. Um, and all things, you know, love the ones around you, love the ones afar, um, and be safe. Thank you for listening. Peace. <laughs>